So you've decided to lime wash your home, but you're not quite sure where to start. We are going to tell you everything you need to know about lime washing your home and doing it confidently. What's up, everybody? This is Jen. And this is Trent from NotingGrace.com. Welcome to the Your Home Renewed podcast. Where we talk about the why behind the DIY. We want to help you create a home with purpose that you love to live in. From design dilemmas or renovation struggles. And finding the motivation to tackle that project you've been putting off. This is the place where you can find encouragement to get the job done. It's your home. Renewed. So if you don't know, we are huge fans of the company Roma Bio Paints, which let's start with mm-hmm. the very it's top okay. Let's It's okay that you mispronounce it. Everyone does. That so. Everyone does. But if you want to know how to pronounce it, mm-hmm. it is called Roma Bio. Roma from where it comes from in Italy and bio because it is an earth-friendly product. So hopefully that'll help you remember the pronunciation. But we are huge fans of Roma Bio products. We use them exclusively in our home. Mm-hmm. Um, we have lime washed two homes. And then after washing lime washing the second home, that spurred you to become a Roma Bio Pro where he goes and applies either the classical lime wash or the masonry flat to people's mm-hmm. exterior brick. So it is... I've learned a lot. We are all in. Yes. <laughs> We, we love this company, and we are proud to be brand ambassadors to mm-hmm. um, help represent something that, that we believe so so much in. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're totally team Romabio. <laughs> Romabio. Romabio. <laughs> we're totally team Romabio. Rombo. Rombo. Rambo. <laughs> Boy, I've heard it all. We have. Rabbabio. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it? Like. Ma'am, I'm sorry. I can't do your house. No, I'm just kidding. I will definitely do your house. Of course. So we've done multiple blog posts about some of the lime wash processes that we've done. We've also lime slurry to brick fireplace. So we do have a lot of blog posts on our website talking about the process, but we still get asked tons of questions. So we thought, let's do a rundown of our most commonly asked questions, and we can put it into this podcast. And hopefully this will help you if you are trying to decide whether or not to lime wash your home. All right. So what's the difference between this is something people ask whitewash, lime wash? Is there a difference? Oh, and then you've also got uh, German schmear. German schmear. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? Okay. So that's pretty simple. So Whitewash is basically when someone takes latex paint and waters it down Hmm. and you don't get a very pretty look. It's not able to be distressed. Once it's on there, it's on there. Mm -hmm. So that's one of those situations that I run into when someone tells me, well, my contractor said they can whitewash my house. And I'm always like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't let them do that. Right. Ask them what they are using. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, it, you know, if it's not a lime wash product that is meant for brick. Right. Then I tell them to hold off. That's you know. right. But so don't fall for that. That would be yeah. number one. It's it's you can't water down latex. You shouldn't water there down latex. That's a better way to put and it. And apply it to your home. Very, very bad. German. So because why is 
latex is bad for your home. That's right. Because it's like, I always say, it's like wrapping your house in a balloon. Or saran wrap. Yeah. And you, yeah. none of the moisture can escape from the brick. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to lead to problems. Well, that's and, how I found Roma Bio in the first place, because our brick in our Tennessee home was so ugly. And I wanted to update it, but I was worried about moisture problems because I know that brick is put on the exterior of home of homes to help wick the moisture away from the home. Mm -hmm. So my thought is if I'm wrapping it in latex, which is basically a saran wrap around the house, then where is that moisture going to go? If it mm -hmm. can't go out, then it's going to go in. And so in. it just freaked me out. So yeah. that's why I started mm -hmm. um, researching, you know, about the product in the first place. Yeah. Um, and then I was also, that was when German Schmear was really big and we did consider German Schmear, but that is taking mortar mm -hmm. and actually rubbing it on the face of the brick, which it can be beautiful, yeah. but it is a very time consuming yeah. process. And lime wash is meant to get, a very, very similar look yeah, in a much easier mm -hmm. and cheaper fashion. Well, and the way that the lime wash works is that it actually soaks into the surface of the brick. And I always think of it like um, staining a piece of wood. Mm -hmm. You know, you can paint a piece of wood and the paint just stays on top and then you can scrape it away and the raw wood is there. Mm -hmm. When you stain a piece of wood, it actually soaks into the wood. And so removing it, you do have to do a little bit more extensive sanding mm -hmm. in order to remove that, that yeah. layer of stain. Mm -hmm. So I think that's how that cal calcification process works. And then through that, that allows it to actually repel the moisture and allow the brick to continue to breathe, which yeah. is better for your home. Mm -hmm. Usually the follow-up question is, well, then lime wash must be more expensive than paint. And it's really not. No. When you, when you kind of compare everything. Especially if you go with a quality paint. Like Has, you have y'all bought paint recently? <laughs> it's not cheap. So, no. um, and, and you, if you're going to paint brick with paint, you're going to want a nice quality paint. So, and when you make those side by side yeah. comparisons, lime wash is very well, comparable. And then you have to consider the, in the long run, if you've bought a only slightly cheaper latex paint to yeah. paint your brick, and we're talking like minuscule, if not exactly the same amount of money. Yeah. What happens in 10 years when right. it's the It'll moisture has trapped? So yeah. So lime wash is the way to go right. for painting your brick. So another question we get is, can you tint Roma Bio Classico lime wash? And the answer is absolutely. Yes. With one exception. It is a white base. So the, the base of the lime is their Bianco white, which is a very pure, stark white. Um, so when you are tinting paints, you either get a white-based paint or a translucent-based paint, depending on the color that you're tinting it to. Darker colors have a translucent base. So if you're wanting like a charcoal or a navy it's not going to work. You you are limited to lighter colors that would mm -hmm. be tintable in a white base. But that is a huge array of colors. You don't yeah. have to use just the seven Classico colors that they offer. You've done lots of custom tints that have turned out just gorgeous. And one side note I'd like to mention to everyone out there that seems to stress over getting the perfect 
white color. Yeah. After painting so many houses, it's just kind of white. Yeah. For the most part. So it's okay. You're not going to ruin your house. Right. Uh, and I have seen folks put 9, 10, 11 whites on the outside of their home. And it just confuses matters. Yeah. And they end up picking one because they're like, well, I guess I'll go with that one. And then they get it on there and it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and I think that if you can narrow it down, there are three tones that you can go with. You can go with a warm tone, which is creamy. Um, You know, if you think of like like an old, warm, like almost a buttery Mm, white. Butter. Yeah. (laughs) Anything warm toned. Then you also have the cool tones, Mm -hmm. which that is, they have bluer undertones. Cold butter. Yeah. No, (laughs) but then right in the middle, you have a neutral, which is a Mm. mixture of both. So if you're going to swatch, just choose a warm, a cool and a neutral. Most likely you're going to go with the neutral tone Mm. because that has a little bit more longevity. But instead of confusing yourself with 15, 20 different Mm. colors, just narrow it down to maybe three. And that would make your process, your decision process that much easier. I always tell my customers to just give it a couple of days. We can remove it with a pressure washer if we need to. Yeah. And if they feel like, nope, it's not the right color, we can can change it before we get too far into it. But I would say nearly 100% of the time. I've never had to change a color in the middle. Everyone has been happy at the, at the end. Yeah. So I'm just learning from them to go, Oh, I see how we stress about these small things. And, uh, it turns out it's not that big of a deal. It's going to be great. Well, and, and bottom line, it's scary to paint your brick. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. When you go from colored brick to a completely different tone, that is a scary first step, but you, it's kind of like, any DIY, you've got to just make that first yeah. step to say, okay, we could do it. This is what I'm dreaming of. Well, the other thing that the and those initial steps of, of freak out that I see is, oh, no, what's the color? And then two, is it going to be really bright? I don't want it to be too bright. And, and I, I'm like, well, I, I got news for you. <laughs> You're painting your house white it's gonna be bright but if you distress it more and reveal some Mm -hmm. of that brick underneath that takes that starkness away you can control that but you got to get it in your mind that That it's going to be totally different here's how i explain it you can walk down your sidewalk or walk in front of your house and your house is saying your peripheral vision peripheral peripheral vision and you kind of don't notice it it sort of blends in once you get the lime wash on there Suddenly, it's like, hello, hello. You know, you can see it. And uh, it'll be going, hello, I'm beautiful. But look at me. then you're going to want to look at it and notice <laughs> it and not just ignore that old red and brown brick house over That's there, right. you know. So when I'm asked how long the finish is going to last, I, I assure them that it's going to last a long time. But here's the trade off it, it depends on a lot of things, it depends on the weather. Depends on how much water is bouncing up on the house and how much earth, if it's a retaining wall, how much earth it's holding back. Is it super moist all the time? Do you get sideways rain a lot? Or is there a sprinkler yeah, pointing one right sprinkler, at that spot? Yeah, so that stuff, I mean, lime wash, remember, is meant 
to distress yeah. over time. Now, that doesn't mean that when it rains that it's going to rinse off your house. It will not. Mm-hmm. So in that case, it can last for a decade or more yeah. easily. Uh, and the places that you're going to see that it doesn't last are your retaining walls, mm-hmm. your porches, your steps, um, and like maybe around the bottom, you know, couple of feet of your home where you might have rainwater uh, bounce off or the well, water that, constantly pours around or the earth settles. That's what I was going to say because it may not even be that the lime wash is yeah. worn away. It might be that erosion has happened and more earth has moved away. Yeah. So take our house, for instance. It's uh, been painted for about five years mm-hmm. and it literally looks the, it literally it, looks literally. the same. It looks the same as it did when we, we painted it. Yeah. And we've had to touch up our front porch steps mm-hmm. uh, and the surround area and then the retaining wall. The retaining wall. And that's so what you have to realize is your house is turning into a an, a canvas for a beautiful art project. Yeah. And this is art, okay? So it's not regular house painting where it's just, I want this to last 30 years. You know, it's like, well, it it's going to stick to your brick forever. Mm-hmm. But if something is constantly attacking it, then it's going to eventually rinse away. Mm-hmm. So have confidence that it's going to last, but also leave room that there's going to be a need for touch-ups, which happens with regular paint. Yeah. So it, there's no difference. It's super easy to touch up. And too. it's very easy to touch up. And the trade-off is I have a custom paint job on my house that no one else has. Yeah. How many houses have you done? Like 30, 40? Yeah. And like every home is different. Yeah. It doesn't look the same. Well, so one of the comments that you had brought up was about patios and steps. And so mm-hmm. that's a question we get asked a lot yeah. is, can you paint steps, walkways, patios? Yes, you can. But remember, this wears away from friction, which that's how, you know, the rainwater or a pressure washer hitting the house, that friction is going to wear it away. So mm-hmm. foot traffic is friction. So they if you go to their website, Roma Bio actually does not recommend that you apply it to steps and walkways just simply for that reason because it's not formulated to last. So if you are wanting to paint your steps and have them look a completely different color, then we recommend going with a product that is actually formulated for walkways and paths and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So and even then that yep. doesn't always last. Mm-hmm. So it's just you know, any sort of friction is going to wear those items away. Just be prepared to touch it up if you need to. I look at it like um, like some kind of water seal for your back deck. You could put the water seal down and it looks beautiful for a couple of years. And then at some point you got to put that right. sealer back on there because the weather takes it off. Yeah. So, uh, but again, it's a... A horizontal surface where lots of walking and lots of rain hit so it's the same thing with with lime wash but the cool thing about lime wash is that's what it's supposed to do that's what it's supposed so to do. our front porch is more distressed than the rest of the house 
I kind of dig it. And it's cool. Yeah. It's art. It's, it's, it's what it's, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. And then we mentioned how our, uh, maybe the earth settles and yeah, your, our flower beds kind of settle. So there's an inch of the old brick yeah. showing through. So go touch up or you either touch it up or yeah, you either <laughs> add more mulch or whatever, but it's not difficult to, I mean, it's a flat paint. Uh, it's a flat sheen. So when you touch it up, it's, it's pretty, it blends it's very, very easily. seamless. Yeah. yeah. So another question that we get asked is lime wash and rain, will it come off in the rain? And the answer is no. In fact, that rain process, the more that it wets the brick and then it dries, that increases the calcification Mm. process over and over and over again. Now, one thing you may see is some shadowing or some modeling. When it rains, it's going to look a little more translucent. But as soon as the rain stops and it dries... It goes back to that solid white. Yeah. It's it's actually a beautiful process. And then if you remember that, okay, it's just continuing to calcify to the yeah. brick every time that well, rain happens, then you are just securing that application to the surface that much more. Well, and that modeling and soaking in of water is happening on your normal brick. Yeah. You just can't see it as easily because it's not white. Yeah. So you paint it white and you think, oh no, something's wrong. It's like, no, it's what it was doing before. Mm -hmm. It's just now it's just, but if you wet a brick wall, if you spray water on a brick wall, then yeah, yeah, you're going to notice. You'll see that it's a little darker. It looks wet, you know? Well, so they do create a product. Romobio has come out with a product called Mineral Shield. You love this stuff. Yeah. He, you call it uh, magic right. in a bucket, yeah. bucket or something well, like no, that. No, I call it uh, Rain-X for brick. Rain-X for brick. That's know, what he calls because, it. Because, you know, when you coat something in Rain-X and then you pour water on it, it beads up and it falls away mm-hmm. and doesn't soak in. And so that's exactly what this mineral shield coating, uh, once you apply it, and you just apply it with a pump sprayer. Yeah. And you can apply it to your porch, mm-hmm. your retaining wall. And you can apply it to the entire house, but if you're kind of more concerned about more trouble areas, then you could just maybe go around three or four feet of the perimeter of the house. If you have rain and that shadowing effect is happening and you don't like it, just apply the mineral shield and then that will help Mm -hmm. that shadowing process from showing up when it rains and the mineral shield doesn't add any sheen to no. it it's it's clear you, yeah. you don't even know it's there the house looks exactly like it does on a sunny day all the time yeah and uh it's a great product the other added benefit to the mineral shield is that it it helps prevent some of that wear off as quickly yeah. It'll be something you'll have to apply later down the road, too. If you mm-hmm. touch up again, apply more of that. It it, it, uh, it lessens how often you're supposed to uh, touch up. Yeah. Now, does lime wash stain? Yes. We try to tell the homeowner, look, you've got red clay that is exposed that if it rains, it's going to bounce up. It, it stains the brick. You just can't tell yeah. that it stains the brick. We can tell because we pressure wash it before we apply the lime wash. So we always recommend either put some sort of ground cover. You can get the fabric that prevents weeds. You can get hay. You can get mulch. Any of those things, something that will create that barrier so that way when the rain happens, that bounce back of the soil onto the the um, lime washed surface 
it doesn't get too stained. But if you do have stains, it's very easy to clean. They recommend using like a mild dish detergent and um, very highly diluted, just maybe a drop or two, and then lightly scrub. Remember, friction is not your friend. Yeah. So you want to lightly scrub those areas and rinse it away. And then if a little bit of the lime wash comes off again, you can touch it up. Yep. Super easy to do. I also have news for you. Uh, nothing on your house is ever going to be perfect. Nope. That same dirt is splashing up on your unpainted brick right now. And if you've got the red clay, you'll probably see a a nice orange halo around the (laughs) bottom of your house. You're going to see that, uh, whether it's painted or unpainted. Um, So, yeah, this is a beautiful transformation that your house will go through. Uh, And, yes, there is some maintenance involved, just like everything else. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the supplies you're going to need. Okay. To start this project. Uh, so a bucket and a brush will help. Yes. Uh, they have a fantastic masonry brush um, that uh, holds a great amount yeah. of the lime wash. And, and in one swipe, it'll cover about three bricks. Three, brick, three bricks tall. Tall, yeah. It'll, um, it'll cover that. And it's very easy to use and uh, makes a really smooth, beautiful finish. Mm-hmm. They have a smaller version. Yeah. Uh, and That would um, be perfect for like a fireplace if you're working on yeah. the inside. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I like to use uh, any any other brush also works. I like to get Chinex bris- bristles, mm-hmm. the uh, extra stiff Chinex. Yeah, they last I, longer. Yeah, because when you're putting the the hairs against the uh, brick it they chew it up pretty easily and the chinex lasts uh, and doesn't fray out as much so those and are the very same with helpful. the roma bio brush those yeah that, that that's what you need to use but if you don't have one of those then definitely get a you've chinex. got one roma bio brush that i think we're finally going to retire this year and mm. when we held it side by side with the the original. Yes. It's like yeah. just a little bit lower. It got a but I mean, it took what, three years yeah. for it to wear down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 30 houses, and we're yeah. finally like, okay, it's time yeah, to retire. I think it's time, time to get to a new one. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's another supply that I, I love, a few that I love that you use. One is a plastic scraper that he uses to scrape mm-hmm. all of the. Uh, material, the excess material from the side of the bucket, because you do have to measure this product. It comes concentrate, so you have to make sure to add water. So when you're wanting to make sure that you get a proper true dilution, you want to make sure that you have everything from your measured container out. So, yeah, that's right. So it kind of acts as a spatula, which that's another material is to have either some sort of cup or bucket that has the measurements on the side. Mm -hmm. That way, when you are making your dilution, the math is already done for you. And all you have to do is fill up to a line and then add half the amount of water Mm -hmm. and then you're it's good to go. Have a have something to stir with. Uh, If you got a drill, go get one of those paddle bits Mm -hmm. and stick that on any of the drill and make your life much easier than trying to do it by hand because the stuff's pretty uh pretty thick uh and it's it would be a little cramp 
yeah, uh, so to do it better to hand. let the machines do that. So yeah. it's worth a small investment for, I think for those one of are, those. Uh, like 20 bucks or something like uh, yeah, that. Who for, knows? Uh, yeah. They're, but it's definitely worth it, especially as much as you'll be mixing. You kind of mix through the whole process. Mm-hmm. So, And then if you are going to do this quite often, or if you are doing a large project with lots of buckets, I don't know why, but we just got a bucket opener. It's a plastic tool that helps open mm. the lids off of the buckets. It's a game changer. So yeah. I'll make sure to put a link below to the one that we love. But it, if opening those buckets can sometimes, if you're opening a lot of them, it can get a little yeah. frustrating. Yeah. So to have a tool to do it for you, that makes it a lot easier. I'd too. recommend uh, also some tarps. Mm-hmm. Um, get the heavier duty tarps. Uh, just because once the wind starts blowing, if you got the light stuff, yeah, they'll blow around or just get in the habit of constantly adjusting those. Um, you know, if you're doing a wall that's over grass, you don't really need to cover the grass at no. all. It's not going to hurt anything to get it. And it's going to look like, uh, birds have, uh, lived around the <laughs> perimeter of your yard, but only just temp- a little bit. Yeah, just once the grass grows out, it won't look like that anymore. Well, and if it drops on your plants, I mean, you can rinse it off right away. Yeah. It's not going to hurt your plants. I mean, there are people who no. apply lime products to their uh, landscaping all the time. This is the mm. same kind of product, so it will not hurt. Yeah. It's just your you're going to see the white dots and, yeah, and things so if, like that. If it's but a visual it's, thing, rinse it off. Yeah, but uh, I don't think that it's bad if it has landed on a leaf of your azalea bush yeah so. you could <laughs> pluck the leaf <laughs> if you need to uh but if it's uh i'll cover um air conditioning units mm-hmm. um i tape around the electrical boxes right. or uh windows so you can have tape and plastic to yeah. do that uh again the lime wash on a on glass doesn't do anything no, it dries first- up our first two homes, we didn't mask yeah. off the Yeah, I mean, you don't have to mask the windows. It just makes cleanup a little quicker. Uh, or it doesn't, because then you got to sit there and tape off everything, and that takes some time, too. So it's, it's whatever you want to do. Uh, uh, and usually, since you're uh, rinsing the product, you're using so much water... Uh, it's not going to really stick to the uh, trim and stuff, and you can just kind of wipe it, wipe that with a rag, uh, and you might have to clean up your windows or something. So that's just a choice you'd have mm-hmm. to make as far as do you want to spend the money on a bunch of plastic and tape, uh, or uh, just put in a little extra time, and you might have to come back and mm-hmm. clean up the windows a bit. Another thing that I think is really important is some sort of protection. If you have sensitive skin, wear gloves. I mean, yeah. that would be if with even with latex paint. Um, some people react differently to chemicals. So if you don't know how you're going to react, but you have a tendency to have sensitive skin, we always wear gloves. Gloves um, and a long sleeve long shirt. Long sleeve shirt, yeah. And just keep yourself covered. Plus, you're out in the sun and you want to yeah. keep that skin covered anyway. Uh, but yeah, I generally uh, have dry hands mm-hmm. after lime washing a home, uh, and so guess what? That guess what cures that? A little lotion. Yes, the lotion will be your friend uh, for the day, every day that you do that. So, and that's even with wearing gloves, right? But uh, it does not burn your skin. Uh, no, I mean it's would be rare that that would be the case. Right. But as many as I've done, I've never uh, burned the skin, yeah. but. I have burned the old eyeball getting a little fling. So that eye stuff, protection yeah. is key. 
Yeah, you got to wear some kind of goggles because, uh, you know, you're looking up a lot of times in painting, so you've got drops coming down. But when you, you know, when you're swiping the brush across, you know, you'll fling small droplets and just even a little bit gets in there. It still burns. It stings, yeah. Yeah, so you definitely want to keep your eyes well protected during Mm -hmm. this process. Next big question is how do you prepare the house to be lime washed? Mm -hmm. And the first step is pressure washing it. Mm -hmm. You just want to get the brick nice and clean. Uh, If you've got a lot of algae or moss growing around, you need to get the algae kit cleaner and uh, apply that to those treble areas and allow that to sit and kill that algae to the root and rinse that away. Uh, and then if that's that clay that's around the house or dirt or mulch or anything that's bounced up on the house, I mean, usually it's, it's around the perimeter, the lower, the lower bits where it's the worst. And you just got to get in there good with the pressure washer. If if it's a trouble area, you want to scrub it, scrub Mm -hmm. it. Uh, but a just dauber nest. We yeah. Have yeah. If you, little, those little things that they get into those mortar lines. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times we've forgotten to remove it. And then you don't recognize it until after you've swiped it. And, and then, then you suddenly you're bring in some mud, yeah. mud with it. So, yeah, <laughs> but you can scrape those. Out. And again, it's a very forgiving product. Yeah. So even if you get a little mud in it, it's not ruined. You can just rinse it away a little bit mm-hmm. uh, or even wipe it away sometimes. Or sometimes it just kind of blends in. And if you're distressing, it just kind of becomes part, and it's not not yeah. going to hurt anything. Uh, so uh, if you've got downspouts from your gutters, uh, you can paint around those, uh, especially if you've got a tall house. It may be mm-hmm. difficult to pull those down. So um, I generally pull them down, and behind them are spider webs and dirt dauber nests and all those things that you got to clean off. Uh, but we've also in our house, I think our first house, I think we painted around them and everything cause we weren't going to move right. the spout. So same with the shutters too. We, we didn't, painted around the shutters yeah. here, uh, cause we, they were old and we didn't want to break them and mm-hmm. not be able to put them back up. So we just painted around them. Can't tell. Right. And so, uh, make that call. But if you are going to pull your shutters off, a lot of folks going to replace theirs anyway. Uh, make sure you pull those off. And the downspouts, if you're going to, and then pressure wash the whole right. the whole house. And don't worry if uh, if you get around to a side of the house you haven't painted yet, and you go, "Oh my goodness, look at all that!" You know, I missed a bunch of places. Then just repressure wash it, mm-hmm. and uh, you can continue the job. Well, and uh, another thing to consider with that is you do have to wet the surface. You know, it is important to dampen the surface because that helps begin that calcification yes. process. So even if you pressure wash it, you know, you don't want the brick sopping wet because then the product is just, I mean, it's going to just run off if you've yeah. just poured a huge gallon of water on there. Mm-hmm. But if it's just this small little area, you know, pressure wash that area, maybe come back, allow that to dry a little bit. But that way you've already dampened the surface and Mm -hmm. you're good to go. Thanks for tuning in to this part one of everything that you wanted to know about lime wash. Stay tuned for the second part coming out next week, where we will be deep diving into the application process to help you get the home that you love. Yeah, yeah.